0: <laughs> like making me good tattoo brows tattoo brows i have i have the um, micro shading micro shading for my brows and it's the Check most amazing yeah. for something i've ever spent yeah. Yeah. hey hey welcome back to the adulthood of podcast for geriatric millennials i am lexi with the curls my voice is a little out sorry and who are you <laughs> hey hey
1: you know, I love when you start talking to your Jill Scott voice. Oh my
0: god. I was walking down the street today and oh my gosh. I saw Jill Scott, but I'm gonna talk about that later. I saw her this weekend. But who are you?
1: I'm Alejandro.
0: We are two uh-huh. millennials who um are both single. Uh, Alex is 40, I am 30 something. <laughs> Alex is 40 and wasting his life away with no wife, no kids. Yeah, and we're just trying to figure it out. And I'm trying to force Alex to like actually go on dates. So we just talk about everything from a millennial standpoint. And last week, we talked about finances. And the week before, we talked about braiders and barbers. I got my hair braided last week. And do you know how long it took me to find a braider for under $300? Like it two took- years. It took me several hours of TikTok hopping around, of searches on TikTok, on Instagram. And I finally decided to go to an African braiding shop, which I have not done since college. I swore them off in college because I don't know if you've ever heard, they snatch out your edges and I'm like crying all the time. So I found an African braiding shop and now that they do knotless braids, I've been able to go. So I spent two fifty dollars on the braids because the wig that I ordered... Didn't come in on time, so I had to get braids because I have a couple of vacations coming up and a couple of dope events. Uh, I see you got your hair cut, so did you spend $100 this weekend?
1: I actually did not. I did the same thing you did.
0: Oh, you went to somebody new? You went to the the African shop? (laughs) You went to the African (laughs) barbershop? My brother! My name is Adidi the Barber. So okay, so you went to to the African barbershop. What did they do? They just they all. Actually, like I didn't,
1: I didn't go to an African barbershop, but the barber was African. In
0: fact, whoa, he was African
1: with a beard. New barber who okay. Yeah, but he's not a, he's not a cute. So I was like, oh. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, you know, oh, first okay. of all, you know barbers. You know, I have you know thing against barbers because that bar, one barber that ghosted me after an amazing yeah. date. This guy was. Okay, Love so bombs. we talked
1: about it. It took me just like you, it took me a long time to make this decision. I okay. went through like a million accounts. I went okay. through a million accounts, and I finally settled on this one barber. And <laughs> when he was done, I was like, Okay, you did your thing, you did okay, cool. How much is it? He said fifty dollars. I said, What?
0: That's a good um, price now, right? No, that's a great price. I made it right oh, yeah, I thought so. I thought so. And you gave him an extra. I was like
1: $50. What you want to eat, brother? You want some, some KFC, some Popeyes? I got
0: your dinner. I got
1: okay. your tip. So, so you found your Disney barber? I Is think he so. Oh. I oh. think so. You know, my Nigerian brother, you know, I think that it's gonna work out.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Well and $50, I could save $50 every two weeks with yes. the other barber. Yep. And I'm good financially for the summer.
0: So, it sounds like we both, even though we both had so much to say, all the talking about the brighters, the hairstylists, and the barbers, it sounds like we both found some new people that are affordable to us.
1: Yeah. Look at us. I mean, Look at you this.
0: know, but the thing
1: is, you kicked off your summer before mine. I because did. you were on a, what, what do we call it? Solo vacation? What is a solo vacation? Or just a no. vacation set?
0: So I went to, I, I mean, it wasn't a solo vacation. I was with my lion sister, but she was working at the Soul Beach Music Fest. So that's why I went to Aruba. And she was like, hey, come, come kick it with me, come stay with me. But she was working most of the time. So I was solo ish, but I ended up connecting with her friends and I met a lot of men. Okay. I met a lot <laughs> of men.
1: Did
0: yeah, you see I them? With close Did you see them in my close friends? I, I posted the men in my close friends, y'all. If you If you make it to my close friends, you saw the men. Except one, I, I did put a uh, emoji over his face, but and Alex, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I put, oh, okay. I put an emoji over his face.
1: And you spent zero money this entire weekend because you were around a whole bunch of.
0: No no, 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 no. I wish, I wish. So my flight, so flights. Let me tell you, flights are ridiculous. Flights are out of control, especially from Atlanta because we have to fly Delta pretty much unless you want to layover. And it's pretty much every airline is out of control. You, know, I can't even. I don't even want to tell you how much I spent on my flight because I'll probably cry. But my goal was like I have to recoup this money. I have to recoup this money. So no, when I got there, I mean I definitely got a lot of drinks. Now drinks I didn't pay for. I only paid for like the whole four days. I probably bought four <laughs> drinks, right. Right. but I had like twenty other drinks in bottles and everything. So um, then food, I did. I no, actually half of my meals are paid for, half of my meals. be, oh, but still, my flight alone costs so much money. Woo, child. My flight alone costs so much money, I don't even want to think about it. So yeah, the kickoff to my unofficial summer mm, put me more in debt. I'm like, oh Klarna. No, actually, you know what I did? You know what I did for my I flight? Know. I did the American Express, they have like this 12 month payment plan. If you have an American Express card, so I do the twelve months, and it only cost me like an extra twenty dollars total to do it to spread it out over twelve months into smaller payments. Because let me tell you, the flight cost my way back was my mortgage, literally, one way, just one way, just to get back home. Mm-hmm. My mortgage. Oh, flight,
1: you had to pay for mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. had to pay for some of your drinks and some of your food.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you
1: met a man while you were in Aruba, and y'all talked about
0: brokies No, we. So it's funny. So I I met this guy, and we were talking about his friend's circumstances, and he was talking. He was an athlete in college. He was telling me we were just we just started talking about how a lot of these women, how how these days a lot of women are making more money than the men, and I brought up that you know it's fine, but a lot of times, eventually, the man can't deal with it, because especially if the woman is acting like she's running everything, so we talked about a couple of friends that we both have, both of us talked about women in our lives that we both have, that um, they don't mind spending on their men, right, they don't mind spending on their man, but eventually, sometimes those men, they can't handle it, I'm just telling you, like, and that's why I'm so, you know, the whole so Ebony, what was What's her name? Ebony K Williams, when she was talking about the bus driver. I know everybody's heard about this bus driver situation where she said he can't be a bus driver, but he can own the bus company. Now, I don't know how much she makes, but let's say she makes I probably I'm pretty sure she makes at least $30,0, dollars if she lives in New York, right? She's an attorney. I don't know how much bus drivers make. So I can't really speak on specifically bus drivers, right? But I, I understood what she was saying. Like, why can't she aspire to have somebody equally yoked? Because she is around those. Uh, she's around those people in her circles, right? So I don't mind. I think equally yoked is fine. Because if she were to date someone, let's t- let's take out the actual job title, right? Someone that makes seventy thousand dollars, they're just they have a whole different lifestyle, a whole different lifestyle, and she can bring him into her lifestyle, of course. But eventually, that man. If he's an alpha man, he's probably not going to be able to take that, especially if, e- especially if Ebony, if Ebony is the type to like, not say it, but show like, Hey, well, I'm the one with the money and not say it, not verbally say it. But if she's the type that's like, okay, well, you know, I want to buy this house because we can afford it. Even though most of it's her money, eventually she's going to start making all the decisions. And eventually that man is going to be like, you know what? I can't like he's, he's not going to want to do it. And so I don't, again, I was like, how do we get here? So me and the guy talked about that. He even mentioned to me the difference between white women and black women. And he said, when he was younger, when he used to date white women, when they would ask him out, they would pay. I was like, what? They do this? He said they would pay. And I was like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And so we just talked about like the different dynamics. I'm t- like, mm-hmm. black women,
1: what?
0: thing that i say about black women sometimes we don't know how to be feminine and just take a step back and let a man be a man
1: and i know
0: all these gender role things and like we can't say this because a man doesn't have to be a man and what i understand and i don't mean to be insensitive but if you are a heterosexual woman and you want a heterosexual man and you want a traditional relationship you have to step back and let the man be a man no matter how much money he makes and if you're not willing to do that then I don't think you need to date a man that makes less money than you. I don't know. Uh, they're going to call you a pick me. They're going to call you a pick me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. you like, right. So when when I talk about, let and let me clarify, when I talk about equally yoked, I mean, same lifestyle. So a lot of it is financial-based and career-based because somebody's career circles, if somebody works for the White House and they're dating somebody that works for the Ford plant, nothing wrong with that, but that's different social circles and everything. So like y'all are talking to whole different people. So I do think when you have different social circles, what do you have in common at a certain point? What do you have in common? So it's not, so it's finances based. Yes, but career based, like the type of career, the positioning that you have. That's what I mean when I say equally yoked. So just for clarity, like that's, that's what it means to me. It means like we, we're on the same page. Like we can, we can mix and mingle in the same circles, Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Thoughts. You,
1: uh, so I think that we've romanticized this whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think that when you say it, it is a harsh truth that most people don't want to agree with that mm-hmm. you have to be equally yoked. Because every time we see an unequally yoked couple, especially when they're celebs, I mean
0: we could go down the list. We could Ooh, go down uh, like uh Jennifer. Your Britney Spears, Jennifer yeah. Lopez. Yeah. Who else?
1: Uh Remember your girl saw Corey Hardrick at the bus stop waiting for a bus. Tia oh, yeah.
0: Okay, Miley. okay. Okay.
1: And and people was like, "Oh, well, what does she have in common with a guy that she saw at the bus stop?"
0: He was in a smart after.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. See, we as men always want to say you should stick with us. You know, you should believe in us. We're going to make more money in the future. You should invest in us. You should not think about the fact that I'm a bus driver now, yeah. but I can be something else. I mean, there's a, a great example with the Flaming Hot Cheeto guy, where he's, what? he was a janitor.
0: Hold up, who and is this Flaming Hot Cheeto guy? Explain.
1: Yes. There's, okay, so there's a movie coming out called Flamin' Hot, and it's about the man who was a janitor
0: who says
1: he invented the whole Flamin' Hot Cheeto recipe, oh. and pitched it to the higher ups and pretty much pushed it through, and it became Flamin' Hot Cheetos because okay. of him. Now there are some disputes to this story, mm-hmm. but that's basically you know rags to riches story that a lot of men you know, try to settle women. Like, you know, I'm just doing this now, but yeah. I'm going to be something else in the future. So. You know, Kevin Federline was a hero to a lot of men. It's like, oh, I, I don't have to do nothing. I could just, I can be like Steadman. See, we use certain people as hero, but we're like, but women like, Stedman got his own money. Steadman got right. his own
0: yeah. Stedman
1: he was a person with a great career, making a lot of money. Seven you are not segmented. No, you're not. Just you. like women always say that, like, Russell Wilson is a square. Why would Sierra want to be a Russell Wilson? And then women always say, you ain't Russell Wilson. You right. don't have millions and millions of dollars. Right. So how are you comparing yourself to a man with millions and millions of dollars?
0: correct but you know social media makes everybody compare themselves to everything but um yeah no i don't know when it
1: comes
0: <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> yeah i decided like no um so so when you look at those couples like jennifer lopez and what was it Christian the dancer and then k-fed yeah. Brittany, you look at all of these couples eventually things just go left also you know, just because these men have these amazing women doesn't mean that they're not going to cheat on you or anything else. So you have to think about that. Then let's go back to your second point of men saying, oh, well, you know, grow with me or, you know, this is, I'm just at this stopping point. I'm at this point right now. I'm starting, I'm moving on up. So that's fine in your twenties. But when people people tell me that all the time, like, you know, you should be patient with him and help, help him grow. I'm almost 40 years old. I, at this point, you know, we're technically supposed to be retiring in like 10, 15 years. If this was like, if this was 40 years ago, we mean retiring in 10 years. We're not now, not until 2023. But technically, when you look at that in 10 years, the person that I want to be with shouldn't just be starting his career or just on his way up. He should really be like where he wants to be and he can continue to grow. But at my age, so when people I actually get really, really offended when people tell me, like, oh, well, you know, just be patient, they can grow. Like, I'm 40. Tell me, talk to a 25-year-old about this. And I really think it's unfortunate that we tell grown-A women that are 40 okay. years old to be patient with someone in their career. At this point of our lives, we should be very stable. We should be stable at 40 years old. And if I'm stable, I want to be with someone else that's stable. I think, and I don't think that that's a crazy thought, a crazy idea. I want to be with somebody that's stable. I don't want to be with somebody that's growing or that just starting or switching their career, and now they're starting entry-level, like... I want to be with someone who is stable right now. Because again, if this was 30 years ago, we'd be retiring in 10 years. We don't have time to be, oh, well, let me grow with him. Let me let him grow. And I'm going to take care of him while he does this and Like, no. And I don't understand why men try to push this. But it was an enlightening conversation when I had the conversation with the guy that I met over the weekend. And he was explaining, um, you know, like, hey, this is this, he said that he was like, you know, women make more money, but they don't know how to like, let the man lead. And I agree with that. Like, and that's not me being a pygmisha, but it is a, let the man lead. Like, first of all, I don't want to be, I don't want like, I feel like I'm an alpha woman in my like day to day or maybe social life in my social life for for the most part, even though I'm an introvert and extrovert. So it may not come off that way, but I really am. But when it comes to men, I take a step back. When a man tells me like you're talking too much, you're doing this, okay. Like, I know how to like bring it down. I know how to bring it down with the right man, with the right man. Every man doesn't is not gonna get that same treatment. Just like how Jill Scott said, she was like, if you can tell me what to do, or no, what she said, if you can't tell if you can't tell me what to do, what did she say? You remember it? She's like, if you can tell me what to do, then you can't tell me what to do. What okay, I'm messing it up. Said, I don't know. If you to-
1: can tell me what to do, then you can tell me what to do.
0: But so if you can't tell me what to do then you can't tell me what to do. Correct. So that's how I feel. Like, every man does not get that treatment, but he has to make me want to. Make me want to. I'm not going to say submit, but make me want to fall back. Like, I want to be able to be comfortable. But unfortunately, these days, you know, it's a lot of pressure, a lot of stress when you're working a lot. So if the man does it, if he's not working as hard, then it's just like, mm mm-mm, I don't know. Yeah, so. Uh, I mean...
1: I think women have to understand the pressure that a lot of men feel to be the man in the relationship, right? Yeah. Because basically in the next 20 years, most of the people who get master's degrees, most of the people who get any kind of degree, and most people who are going to be the breadwinners are y'all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Like when I say most, I mean like 80, 70 to 80% of the people who have master's degrees are women. Yeah, most of right. the, the, the most educated group of people on planet earth are black women. Mm-hmm. That's Mm -hmm.
0: just a fact. Mm -hmm. If
1: you don't believe that, then you can just go look it up. So the problem is, how are men going to catch up to women? Because, you know, every now and then, you'll catch somebody who lives on a farm and wants to have a nice life. Like, let's split this 50-50. You do this, and then I'll do that, and then we'll live in. That's not the reality. See, if you want, as your boy Kevin Savage said, you want a high-value woman. Nine times yeah. out of ten, you're going to have to be a breadwinner. Because it's just not going to work if you are working towards something and she's already out here thriving in her career. Yeah. Yeah. So the question is how do we as men catch up? Because that's why social media is so toxic. You have so many men who are not on women's levels, yeah. yet they have seen something. They have seen people and they say, I belong with Lexi because that's just that's my birthright. I've just, just belong with the baddie, <laughs> or I belong with with this mm-hmm. baddie, mm-hmm. just because I've seen other people with the baddie. And yes, then when the baddie because... says, "Well, I don't want people who make less than two hundred thousand dollars," then all yes. hell breaks loose because a man knows ain't no way he's making two hundred thousand dollars no time soon. Right, within like the next ten years.
0: Or have a salary cap of, yeah, exactly. And people get offended. And my you know I don't understand why people get offended when someone doesn't want what, they're, they're, what they have, what they currently have. So when someone says, you know, like this guy told me that, you know, this guy that lives in Chicago, that was such an a-hole to me forever. He told me, I don't want a woman like you. I want a lawyer. I want an attorney. Let me tell you, I went off on him. I went so off of him. And I was like, first of all, and I wasn't even trying to flex like, dude, I make more money than you. What are you talking about? You're going to tell me that basically I'm not, look, you're telling me I'm not good enough because you're like, oh, I want an attorney. I want to date an attorney. Like I couldn't date a woman like you. I was, I was like, oh, for real? I had to go off on his butt because I was like, how dare you? And also like, are you making this like, what is, is it? The career? Like you want this person that has this professional career or is it like the money aspect? I didn't even dig into it because I didn't even want to, but, I, but really I had to tell him. I said. Um, you want these attorneys, these high earning attorneys, they're not going to want you though. So I don't know, but you don't, but, but you're going to tell me that I was just like, okay, now I generally don't have a problem with someone. Like, obviously if somebody doesn't like me, I get rejected all the time. We all get rejected. Right. So I don't have a problem with that, but I do have a problem with people comparing one. And then two, like what Mm -hmm. I do If I say, Hey, I want a certain, I want a certain level or whatever. I want somebody equally yoked. Why is that a problem for me to want somebody that's equally yoked financially or career-wise? I don't think it's a problem. But those guys get so offended. And it's like, don't get offended that this person, that this person doesn't like you because of what wherever you currently are. Find somebody that is that loves it. Like, why not just find somebody that loves it?
1: What, what, is, what do you find that person? What if I feel like I deserve this? -hmm. How do I find that person when the person is just not going to be what I feel like I deserve? That is the issue. That That is the issue. That goes back to the the regular girls, and I love regular women. Like regular Mm -hmm. women, they will be like 50 50. Yeah. They will be like, you can watch the kids. Right. And then I'll go to work.
0: Mm -hmm. Or they'll
1: find a dynamic where she can do something and then you can do something. Yeah. Like you, you know, you I have friends, most of the people I know, they woman makes more money. And I always yes. see little, little, you know, interactions where it's just like I came home them. and the trash was still inside the house. Why yeah. is the trash like you know <laughs> there's certain things that women who are the breadwinners expect? Why is the trash, why is the house not clean? Yeah, why is it? I gave you a project. I said I wanted this on the wall. I said I wanted this. I said I wanted this, and it's not done. See, that's where the problems start because you always at home, you always playing Madden, (laughs) 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 you playing 2K all day with Uh
0: the kids. Yeah, and you're really
1: expecting you to be. Like, what is your duty that you're going to do if you're going to date this high-value woman who makes $200,000 more?
0: There has to be a healthy balance, for sure. There has to be a healthy balance. And I do feel like the man has to be comfortable with doing some of those, quote-unquote, women duties, like the cleaning and the cooking, doing the kids' homework, you know, some of those things. He's going to, like, especially if, if your woman works more hours and she's an executive at a company, she's working 12-hour days and she doesn't get home till 8 p.m., you should cook, cook, you should have, so that way she can have some dinner when she gets home. So there does need to be some type of um, balance and people have to do a little things that they may not be willing to, that they didn't really want to do, especially because a lot of men are also very traditional, which is also why, another reason why I don't understand why men are so up in arms when women make more money or women have these like, you know, hey, I want a man that makes this because men are still very traditional. Men want to run the household. So you would think that they would, Back to your question initially, you would think that what they would do is strive to move up up in their position, try to move in their company, or maybe go back to school, get another degree. You would think that they would do that because they're so traditional. Most men are traditional. Now, women, on the other hand, I can't say the same because I know a lot of women that want to run their men. Men, I don't know any man that says, Oh, I want my woman to run the head of household. I want her to be head of household and I want her to Tell me what to do with the finances. And I just want to sit back and relax. I have never, ever heard a man say that. So you want to be so traditional, but you are okay being where you are and not trying to make more money so that it, it doesn't, the math ain't math in, pretty much to me, the math ain't math in, and I hear it so much. And one thing that I do feel is that money is the reason why most women and men are single. I do feel that way. I feel like money has changed things, but specifically because women are more educated now, black women especially black women are more educated. Like you said, we have more higher, more degrees, additional more degrees, higher degrees. Um, We move up in our companies pretty quickly. Um, You know, there's so many things that, that put us in a position to make a lot of money and the men are lagging behind. The men are definitely lagging behind. And I do feel like money is a big issue, but I feel like everyone puts it all on the women and it's not all on the women because I'm telling you, I see these men. I see these men. They're okay at first with their women making more money until it comes down to, she wants to make some purchasing decisions, but really they know that they can't handle it. Cause this is the thing, which which is smart to me though. Okay, let's say a man is making $50,000 and his woman is making $200,000. $200,000 woman is like, hey, I wanna buy this $500,000 house cause I can afford it, right? He's okay. like, he's like, no, he's like, no let's, let's not, let's get a smaller place. Let's get something that's a little bit cheaper because if a man is smart, he would think, what if my wife stops working? If she stops working, I can't afford it on my own. So I do think it's smart to think like that. Like, hey, think about if your woman lost her job or if anything happened, you would not be able to carry on the finances for that house. You would not be able to function and you would not be able to pay your mortgage every month or the bills off of your salary alone. Therefore, it's probably not a good idea. So I get why men, certain men do that, but I think that's where people start clashing. They start clashing when their man. Is making this, and the woman is making this. Eventually, he is gonna be like, Mm-mm, "This is too much." Like, so yeah, I just finances, absolutely. finances, because
1: you know how some women, and you know, I have heard this, and it is true. Some women are afraid to be struggling. Some women yes. probably grew up watch either their grandparents struggle, watch they people they know struggle, or they mm-hmm. just. I think a lot of women fear like, "I'm gonna date the bus driver." I love the bus driver, but I don't want to be struggling for 30 years. And then we have right. kids. Then we, we're going to have to share a van. Like, a lot of women have that, that raven, Simone, like, they look into the future. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, oh, my God, I got to drive this van, and the van is broke down, and then my husband, he can't fix the van because he's, I wanted a man's man, and he don't know how to fix the van. And I got yeah. five kids. I think, and I've heard this, and I think it's a fair point. A lot of women just yeah. don't want to struggle. They know that you make 50K. Mm-hmm. They love you to death. But mm-hmm. they also know that we got to stay in the same raggedy house or apartment. We got to yeah. stay in the same situation. My mama is bothering me. My mm-hmm. daddy is like, who is this man? You know, I I understand you love him. But I can't have my daughter just struggling over here. So your people's yeah. in your ear. Your homegirl, yeah. your best friend, your people is like, what are you doing, Lex? You yes. are you are so much better. But then in your mind, you're like, man, I got three kids. Yeah. I got I got we're tied financially into all of these things. And I <laughs> knew when I started dating, I knew better. He was a <laughs> journalist. I knew that he could always- <laughs> only. He can only make so much money. Yeah, I yeah. knew, and I should have, and I think that's why a lot of people do stay single, or it doesn't work because they end up dating who they feel they should be with. Yes, who they feel that they should like this doctor. We don't really, we don't really vibe. We argue all the time, but he yeah. makes like half a million dollars a year, so I'll I'm right. financially stable. Like you know, we always talk about this. This is not we're not Disney characters like, oh, I'm poor, and then we get together in some magical way. We're not rich. That's not how it works. We just stay poor.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't always get better. And especially like with age, I think it just, you just have to make a a more responsible choice. When you're younger, you can think with your heart and like, oh, I can date this man. His salary cap is $25,000. You can do that in your twenties. When you're in your thirties or forties, you're thinking about stability, you're not thinking about, and you're thinking from your mind, not from your heart, like Mm -hmm. your heart, your 20s, you're thinking with your heart, your 30s, and your early 40s, you're like, no, I need to be smart about this. First of all, if you waited that long, like for me, for example, it's like, I'm gonna be 39 next month, this month, right? I'll be 39. Why would I, at this point, I waited this long, Why would I just settle now at this point? I don't have to settle. Like I'd rather just not be married than settle, which I'm okay with the idea of not getting married. Like I'm okay with that. But like, why would I settle at this point if I'm almost 40? But if I'm like 25, sure you can play around, you can play around with whoever, and then y'all can grow together. And maybe y'all will bring each other up and like, hey, like encourage each other. But again, I'm at the point where I need a 50 some year old man who has it together. Who has, it, you know, but in the older men, the older men aren't tripping about this, by the way, the older men aren't tripping that the biggest thing that I find is and the issue that I have the most is these guys that complain all the time about like, oh, these women just want money because they hear all these women. Like I, I, I watch Kendra G show her uh, dating show. You know, she has her dating show on Instagram. So for those that aren't familiar, she does it on Instagram live. She's a um, radio personality. And she always asks the women, you know, what does the man have to make? And I kind of hate and cringe when she asks the question because it's like, she's setting them up for failure because if they're not a 10, if they're not a 10 and they say anything above $70,000, they, they go on the comments. Oh, it'll be thousands of people in the comments. Like, ah, she can't get a guy that, I mean, like if they say anything above $70,000, basically what the people in her audience are saying is you're not worthy of a guy that makes $70,000, even though you make $200,000, but because of your looks, you don't deserve this, and you're not worthy. I hate that with a passion. I hate that, and that's also why I, hate, you know, hated some of the um, things that Kevin Samuels Samuels used to say because it basically says to women, you're not worthy of a man that makes as much as you or that's on the same level as you because you're not pretty enough, you're overweight, you're obese, you're like you're not worthy of that, and that's what I don't like, and that's what I don't like with a lot of these these relationship gurus and stuff like that because that's not true. Like if someone makes two hundred thousand dollars to tell her that she's not pretty enough to want a man that makes as much as her. It just sounds absolutely insane. It sounds absolutely insane. But what it causes is it causes all these men. I know I'm on my, look, I'm on my soapbox, but it causes all of these men on social media to complain about all these women want his money. I didn't, but most of those men, I'm going to say it. And I said it before. Most of those men Uh-oh. that are complaining about it. Uh,
1: say it. The don't B word.
0: I'm not going to. Well, okay. Broke. So, <laughs> A lot of these men, the men that are complaining the most, because you know what? Most of my male friends have, they they make really great salaries, like high earners, right? Not one of them has ever complained about taking a woman to dinner, helping her when she's in a bind, like she needs something on her car fixed or she needs whatever. Not one of them has complained ever about money. So men that have money don't complain about it. They would never, ever complain about like, oh, all these men want is money. Because, you know, also men with money know that. So they know, okay. I'm going to take this woman to a nice restaurant. I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. They already know that to a certain point, but these uh, these other guys, it's like, y'all are complaining about it, but y'all don't have any money for them to take. So I have a problem with this social media thing where everybody's complaining. Y'all are complaining about stuff that doesn't apply to you. So don't complain about those women. Like you want Bernice Burgos. Is that her name? <laughs> these, these men want like, Bernice. Yeah. And they realize that they can't afford her lifestyle. Then it's a problem. And it's like, but you know, you know that. Why don't you get Bernice down the street, Bernice around the way?
1: They don't want Bernice from church
0: from the women's from Bernice- board.
1: <laughs> get, I, don't
0: want- get Bernice I,
1: want, I want Bernice Burkos. I want I want a baddie with abs. I want Lori Harvey. I want Kara <sighs> Tana. And then they're gonna complain. I want somebody who wears baddie dresses. And-, and,
0: can't, and can't afford these women. But you remember what I said to you, Alex. Remember when you were dating this girl? That, I knew it was
1: coming. I was just waiting. I knew it was coming. I was waiting.
0: I mean, she wore <laughs> she wore designer clothes, and she yeah. wore nice she wore nice clothes, and she was always well put together. What'd I tell you? But what did I tell you? I told you I couldn't afford her. <laughs> I, I was mean. honest. And, and that's been a running joke.
1: I've always told is. you I can't afford this woman. I told yeah. you from like. The bathroom of the expensive restaurant. Like, <laughs> I just
0: strip my account. <laughs> it's so I'm only going to get like a season. <laughs> Yo, exactly. Like, we're going to split this. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like, you know, being, being self-aware and being like, you know what? Being just honest with yourself. Like, hey, this woman wears $2,000 shoes. I go to Marshall's. No offense to Marshall's because me and Alex love Marshall's. But if you know the girl that you like wears $2,000 shoes and you know that you're not gonna be able to contribute to that, or for her birthday, you're not gonna be able to buy her a pair of $2,000 shoes. That's a problem. Like It's not that it's a problem, it's that she you can't keep up with her. You cannot keep up with a girl like that unless you can afford that lifestyle. And this is also why I go back to equally young because guess what, if she wears $2,000 shoes, and you go buy her some Steve Madden's for her birthday, she's going to be like, what is this? So, and I'm not saying that particular woman in case she's listening. I'm not speaking about this particular woman, but I'm just saying in general, a woman that wears $2,000 shoes, if you know that for her birthday, you can't keep up with that. Yeah, just, just it's a wrap. Unless she just really, 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 really likes you. No,
1: I mean, no, it's not, it's never going to work. Because since, yeah. yeah, most men have, we have our self-worth. Mm-hmm. Like you know, some men are perfectly okay with living off a woman for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. I am not. We have pride, okay? I'm not yeah. one of those people. I'm not yeah. gonna. I just can't freeload off of a woman.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: even even like you know, some people that we might know, like cousins or friends, if mm-hmm. a if a grown man sees you living off of a woman, mm-hmm. a lot of the time the OGs would be like right big dog now Mm -hmm. you've been living off of this woman for how long you ain't married her you sleeping you you doing everything that you can you're not paying no bills Mm -hmm. what are you doing big dog Mm -mm -mm most oh most of the ogs will never let people that they care about they know that they have brought up live off of a woman Mm
0: -hmm. and it's not
1: like a patriarchal situation it's just like where's your pride Get a second mm-hmm. job, like we talked about last week. If you gotta work at the steel mill, yes. If you gotta put on a hard hat and get a second job, so you can take care of your old lady, or have the sparkle like old lady. If, <laughs> if I you had gotta some. work at Amazon, if yeah. you gotta work, you know, into the night to take care of your lady, so you won't just be she just not gonna be taking care of you for thirty years, and then yeah. you look up and she gone.
0: Yeah, man, I'm I'm all for equally of relationships. Like that's that's just what it is, and I just feel like you know those are the probably the most successful relationships, probably the most successful ones. I think that's that's what it is. But what do you what do you think about the people that are basically fronting or they're like going into credit card debt to make it appear like they have this lifestyle, but they really just don't? Like do you, do you know people like that? Have you seen that? Because I know <laughs> I used to see people, and they made it seem like they were like, you know, living the life and like had their own place and blah, blah, blah. And then I realized like, oh, no, they have like four roommates and live with their mom and stuff. And I'm just like, yo, like, but they really made it seem like if you look on social media, it looks like, oh, they are living the life. They have this nice big house, but it's like, no, but actually you live with your parents. So I've definitely seen that. I know, you know, a couple people like that too, but
1: yeah, I mean, as you know, it's, see, the thing about being around women with money and people with money is that Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like going out with Diddy, Mm -hmm. right? You go out with Diddy and then Diddy's like, bring a bottle. And you Mm -hmm. know, like the unspoken man code is if a man buys everyone drinks, he buys you a drink, like Alex, what you want to drink? That Mm -hmm. means that it's like a cycle. That means that you at some point in the night got to buy everybody a drink. Yes. So did he like, bring the ace of spades. And everyone's like, oh, thanks, Diddy. he so did go did home. Where's your like turn? Four minutes later, Diddy, it... everyone's like, okay, Alex. And then so I'm supposed to be like, another round. And so no, if you do... before it's your turn. You're supposed to leave. I'm supposed to slip out before I got to pay $900 for a spade box. Yes, exactly. So a lot of dudes in the Get in with these women, Bernice Burgosis, and these women who hang with Diddy, and have this expectation that you got to pay $900 for the box. So you win $20,000 a day because every week you go out, she's like, babe, I want this. I want the the seafood uh, tower. I want this. And you're just trying to keep up because if her friends detect any brokenness. Yep. Or even if Bernese detects any you because you know how women are. If you see yeah. any hesitation, if the bill comes and there's like a wince or whatever, you're gonna tell on me in your group okay. chat. Y'all gonna talk about yeah. it.
0: Like he didn't let me get another drink. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I was no, say- he was like, which one? Oh, <laughs> I did
1: I said this, I gave him a hint, and he was just like, nah, it's just it's just not gonna work out. Like you I
0: always say, look, date within your station that look date look date within your means date within your means for sure i tell, I do tell them that all the time actually this guy that i used to date i think he really thinks that i'm just not that i'm after money but he knows he knows that i have like i can't call them requirements because it's, it's not really like that but i do have a requirement of like i need we need to be on a similar level and i i don't think there's a problem with me saying that i want somebody that on the same around the same level as me. I do not think that's a problem and I will never apologize for it. So he brought it up again when we ran into each other because he remembered that from years ago. Like, yeah, like I know you want somebody that's like, what? And I don't even remember how I presented that to him back in the day. I don't even remember how I presented it because I'm pretty sure I didn't say like, uh-uh, like, I need a man that makes, I've never once presented it like that. But at the no. same time, I probably made it very clear. Like I want my family to travel. Like I travel a lot now I want my man, I want my husband to be able to do it with me. And I want to be able to bring my children with me. So yeah, we need to be on the same page financially so that way we could take our whole family and we can go on these trips to Jamaica, wherever, Belize, Turks and Caicos. So I think that that kind of, it didn't scare him off, but it did make him like realize like, okay, like we're not, we're not, I'm not there. Like, I think he realized like I'm not in a position to be able to give her what she wants. And again, like, I'm pretty sure, I can't tell you for definitively how I, presented that to him, but he eventually, I think it was like an issue. I think it was going to be an issue. And I think he knew it was going to be an issue because of my lifestyle. Because look, Let me tell you something. I went on a vacation this weekend. I would love to go with a man, but if I can't, if the man can't say, Hey, okay, well, I told you my one-way flight was my mortgage was the amount of my mortgage, my one-way flight. Now I'm not suggesting anybody do that because this—that's the most I've ever spent on a flight ever, ever, even going to Africa, Europe. I'm telling you, ever. So I'm not suggesting that at all. I just got in a bind because I needed my one-way home, so I got in a bind. But I do—I would like to have a man that could be like, you know, what, I'm gonna come with you. But you know, what I'm saying like, I want—I want somebody to come with me on vacation, and and I don't think that that's cool. Yes, yeah. that's what's gonna. I, and I don't want it to be like, oh, okay, babe, I can't go for another three months. No, I want to go now. <laughs> like, you know, I do. So, you know, so I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with being equally yoked. That's my final word for myself for the day is I do not mind being, and I, I, I don't feel like it's a problem and I'm not going to apologize for wanting to be in an equally yoked relationship when it comes to career, finances, lifestyle. I do not have a problem. I don't have a problem saying that. And that's, that's what it is. That's me. No, that's,
1: that's what you want. And I think more people need to find a person who wants them. And we talk about yeah. this a lot. If, if your preferences do not prefer you, then you need yeah. to lower whatever your, your preferences are to someone yeah. who prefers you, to somebody who wants to be with you. If you don't make yeah. the money, you can't get upset at Lexi for wanting someone who makes this amount of money. I... I think men and women, we just need to find our preferences and the people who prefer us.
0: So I have a question for you. Um, if your woman wanted to go on vacation, she really wanted to go on this vacation and you couldn't afford the flight. Let's say the flight was like $1,500 and you just did, couldn't swing it right then because you're in, going to Disney World every week, right? Because <laughs> you go to Disney yeah. World every week. He's always spending money on Goofy stuff and Goofy and Mickey and stuff. So you can't afford it right now. If she says, well, I'll pay for it and you pay me back, would you go? Would you let her pay for your flight? One, if she just offered to pay for it. And two, if she said, hey, I'll pay for it. You could just give me the money back later. Would you do it? Mm -hmm.
1: I feel like that's a trap. That look. I I feel like it depends on what kind of relationship you are. Because, see, the thing that we always talk about is a lot of the times you're not going to meet that perfect person and be in that perfect situation. Like mm-hmm. I'm not—I don't think I'll ever be with somebody like Khalees and live on a farm. You got yeah. to be real lucky, and I know a lot of dudes that get lucky. You meet somebody, and y'all are perfectly equal. You know, she makes way more money. She'll lend mm-hmm. you money. You pay her back. Y'all love each other. But mm-hmm. most in most cases is not gonna happen. And as a man, I feel like you gotta really think that through. Do you really want to mm-hmm. take her money? And do you really want to give her like the dominant position yeah. in your household? Because mm-hmm. then as we talk about certain things happen multiple times once it starts it continues babe Mm -hmm. can i get this for this babe can i get this she becomes the bank and then you start realizing that you have no say in the relationship Mm -hmm. then you realize that you can't leave because she's leaving you Mm -hmm. then you can't you want to be the man and you want her to submit but does it really turn her on to even be with you? Because she is now the dominant force in your relationship. I say borrow it from your man's.
0: Borrow it from your homie. You
1: start, once you start borrowing money from your girl, and I just it just is a it's a slippery slope that ends up.
0: Because uh, she's not gonna forget either. She's gonna be like, you know what? Never. The dynamics will shift. forever. Do not.
1: Take any money from the girl. Please. Ask your, ask your homeboys to have like a group. Just please.
0: Ask it. I agree. I agree. I will. I think, I think we're both on the same page. To wrap this up, I think we're on the same page. Equally yoked relationship. And like who likes you back. And don't get upset when somebody doesn't like what you have to offer. And move on to somebody who does, who's okay and comfortable with your lifestyle with your career, with your finances, with your personality, with your looks, whatever it is, find somebody that is okay with what you have currently, currently, yes. not, what not what you're talking about for the future, currently. That, that's my, I think we on the same page about that.
1: Yes. there are yeah. There's a baddie out here for you yeah. that will accept you and she will be perfect for you. You just got to find her. Now, dudes, some dudes is lazy, but you got to go to every different thing, festivals, church, do everything you can to connect with this woman that you're yes. looking for. I
0: feel like she's out
1: there. I don't know how you're going to find her, but she's out there.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree. Well, uh, we have a lot more to say next week because I'm sure this will pop back up again somehow <laughs> this over this next week because everything has, we've been talking about the past couple of weeks has popped back up in my life. So uh yeah so I'm sure we'll have something interesting to say and you're going to find your rich woman over the weekend. And yes. uh yeah, you're going to find your rich woman over the weekend. So we're going to have a good mm-hmm. conversation about that because you're going to she's going to take you on a trip and I'm Ooh. manifesting for you. She's going to take you on a trip. She's going to take care of you and Ooh. yeah, you better go you better clean up the house and wash the dishes. Really? Have and her the dinner trash that
1: be taken out cuz if you better- come home and the trash is still in the bin
0: look, there's going to be trouble. Trouble. Okay? So we'll Hello. be back. Next... <laughs> we'll be back next week. Uh You can follow me at, at Lexi with the Curls.
1: And I'm Alejandro underscore Iglesias. Like, now, do we need to
0: cash out just in case they want to help us pay bills for June? Because we about to be in June. Look. The amount of money I just spent, I'm about to go with my sparklers down to the south side. I'm about to go to Peachtree City and get a job with my sparklers and make some extra money as the Bottle Service Girl an hour south from where I live. So that way I don't run into anyone. So yeah, if you can see me there, uh, get in that. my section if you see me there. But uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, uh, follow, all of that. Do all of that. UrbanOnePodcast.com.
1: Ace of Space Bottle, hey. <laughs> <laughs>